Hey there, I'm Trevor Houston, the creator of the Who You Know Summit, and I'd like to welcome you to the Who You Know Job Networking Show. On our program, we'd like to show you the job search like you've never seen. Everything from getting noticed by employers, how to properly format your resume, and how to network effectively using LinkedIn to drive recruiters to your profile. We even take suggestions from our amazing community. So if you want to learn all things job search, go ahead and subscribe now. Focus. It's all about the job search. So if you want to learn how to land that next success, you heard them. All you got to do is subscribe and ring that bell so you don't miss out on a thing. Welcome back to the Who You Know Job Networking Show where what you know is important, but who you know, who you know. know can make all the difference in your job search. Guys, we're back with Sherry. And uh, let me just, I want to ask you a question about Cornbread Hustle, okay? (laughs) I got to know about the company name. Good name. Was it inspired by the movie Life? You got it. Yes! (laughs) Woo! Oh, man, I was hoping it was inspired by Kung Fu man, Hustle. you're an interviewer that actually <laughs> knows your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you come from my side of the railroad track is what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you go eat your cornbread. Yeah. It's from the movie Life. That's so cool. I wow. love that. So Cornbread Hustle, it helps people get a second chance, people that have been to prison, felons, things like that. I want to dive into that a little bit because I've got some family members uh, like a blood brother, and then I've got some other people that I grew up who are, they're like brothers to me, who are felons. And they go through a challenge, okay? The challenge is they'll get a job, they'll work really, really hard, straighten their life out, things are going great, okay? They'll get promoted, okay? And when they get promoted, that's when the company does the background check. And so, In one moment, they're getting promoted. In the next moment, they're getting fired Mm -hmm. because of the background check. And it can be very discouraging for someone because they're like, man, I'm never going to be more than a gas station clerk. I'm never going to be more than, you know, uh, working at Walmart or whatever. So what can corporate America do differently? What what would you recommend to someone like that who feels like, man, I'm, I'm trying. I get up, but as soon as I get up here, I get slapped back down. So we specifically work with a lot of billion dollar companies that use us to help them come up with a policy for second chance hiring. Mm. So basically what you're talking about is a lot of times somebody who has a felony conviction, they'll go work for a staffing agency. After that 90 day period, it's time for them to convert and be hired directly. That's when they're usually told no, they have a criminal record. And so then they have to go to another staffing agency, another Mm. staffing agency. And that's where staffing agencies can get a bad rap Mm -hmm. because people see them as lily pads right they don't have a choice right Right. and then they and then sometimes the employee isn't so loyal to the staffing agency because they know that it's just another lily pad right at cornbread hustle every single employer that we work with based on their criteria of what they will accept we only place you at a place where you will get that job in 90 days you will not be turned away because they already know about your background up front. Mm. Our recruiting process is learning about your background and what happened and what you've done since to turn your life around. So when I go to present a candidate to an employer, I say, here's this guy. He falls well into your criteria. Because some of our employers, we have one employer that will take somebody convicted of murder all day long, but they don't want somebody with a pattern of theft because they have a lot of copper. Mm -hmm. So 
we just help them come up with their hiring strategy based on the workplace environment. We have one company that's in a very um, distressed part of town that where there's a lot of um, heated arguments and hostility. So we try not to place anyone there with violence within the last three years. Right, because we're trying to keep the workplace right. safe. Because we advocate for not only the second chance person, but also for the employer. We're not a nonprofit. We only make money if they're a successful placement. And we're advocating for the rest of the workforce who may not have a criminal record and may be afraid. And so there's a lot of times that I'll go in and do empathy training and talk with the rest of the workforce and help them understand that Cornbread Hustle is now partnered with your company and this is a good thing. Your company's paying it for they're making a difference and these are the type of people that we're bringing in and I explain all the meth I was doing the meth I was selling all the illegal things that I did and I ask everybody how many of you have done something illegal you know so I try to help get people to understand because empathy if, yeah. it's not just about the leadership making a decision yeah. to hire a second chance individual yeah. it can be an internal PR nightmare if the rest of the thousand employees in the warehouse are like you're hiring felons what Right? So it, I come in with the PR background. That's what you said in my bio, right? Yep. Like I have a background in PR and marketing. So I use those skills now to help people rebrand themselves and to get the jobs that they That's need. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Are you finding the business end of corporate America outside of the industrial end of corporate America, which I'm sure, you know, is, is what you see a lot of? Are you seeing the business end open up to these ideas? Absolutely. So if you guys have been following me on LinkedIn, you've seen that I've posted several six-figure opportunities, some of them being remote. Yeah. Woo! Six figures! Mm. That's cash flow. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Because I want... I'm the job father. So I want... All I care about is how can I help my folks, right? Mm -hmm. Out of the job. And so if we can be encouraged, guys, I want you to listen. But the main thing is I want you to realize where this information is coming from, and I want you to be encouraged by what you're hearing. What about the great resignation, right? Everybody's uh, having a hard time, you know, filling these roles and, and stuff like that. Uh, people are switching jobs a lot. Um, are you seeing that that is tightening things for you or, or expanding things for you? Cornbread Hustle has been blessed beyond measure. So the first thing that happened where we've been blessed during a crisis is the coronavirus. So I was afraid. I was one year sober and I was like, really? I have a disease of alcoholism. Now a virus is going to come take me out. I don't think <laughs> so. Like I was like, uh-uh. And we were barely break even. Uh, I was so afraid. I, I went into high gear entrepreneurship. I got hazmat suits. I got all of my employees. I said, don't worry. Y'all are not going to lose your job. You got hazmat suit? So you put the whole suit on? And we made $100,000 in one month, <laughs> disinfecting. And so we were able to use that money to grow our staffing. Right. And then what happened that I didn't realize would happen, which I wish I could take credit for this because I would have been all over LinkedIn like promoting this, but everybody was out on unemployment because of the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Guess who is not eligible for unemployment? People with no work history who just got out of prison. That's right. So all these companies were hitting me up because now, they're going to be okay with hiring felons because it's either shut down production lines mm. or open up your heart. Hire some people. Yeah. Try to well, I read an up. article where also the, the, the ATS, right, where, where companies are laxing up their requirements um, because what a lot of people think is, you know, the ATS will scan, you know, your resume for keywords and then send out the auto rejection emails, right? 
Well, the, the criteria that is put into that ATS is, is put in by a human. And so they're looking for felons, they're looking for you know all kinds of criteria to disqualify people. And so I read this article about how they're laxing up some of that and they're allowing for more you know, criminal backgrounds mm -hmm. and this and this mm -hmm. and that. Um, so I just was curious if you were seeing that, that, that they're laxing things up and you're seeing a lot more demand actually. Yes, and I'm the one helping them with the, with the lax, like yeah. I'm helping them form their plan. They're, I'm meeting with CEOs of really, really, that, really big companies. That's what I was going to ask. I'm who, in some rooms that I thought I'd never be in. Uh -huh. Nah. Yeah. Well, who, my question was who is the driver behind it? I mean, outside of you guys, right? But is it the CEOs? Is it the HR people? Who, so who's my, behind my it? My main target market, um, as it relates to if I could have all eyeballs on my LinkedIn at any time is the HR person because they're the ones that's running it up the ladder to get permission or sometimes it can be um, the the president of HR like at the very top and they can make the decision so uh, HR people yes but what I've been seeing a lot of because of the LinkedIn posts and because of sometimes the vulnerability of my posts will hit a, a CEO in the heart Mm. And they'll reach out to me and say, I have my HR person reaching out to you. So I haven't had to do a single cold call or knock on a door. Yeah. Every single mm. bit of our revenue that's coming has been inbound. By you see wow. that? Hold on. You see that? Y'all see that? Hold on. I, I don't think I've seen that though. Look, we got to reload all this year. Look, because we still got a few minutes left. Okay, yeah. I'm reloading. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. So, okay. So you got demand going on, and, and you said that a lot of it um, is being generated from your LinkedIn profile. You're you're putting these All videos out. from LinkedIn. All of Every it. Every penny of our revenue. Come on, LinkedIn. What are mm. you doing? Let me back. Come on. I need to get... Can you help me get out? I'm in jail right now. I've never been in digital jail. Yeah. I need a, oh, yeah. He's a, a repeat offender. Chance. I need a fourth chance. Yeah. Yeah. Number four. Yeah, what yeah. the heck, Number LinkedIn? Four. Anyway... So okay, LinkedIn, you're putting you you're putting that um, vulnerable post, like post that most people probably wouldn't share all of this stuff, right? But it's creating opportunity for you. Why do you think that is? What do you think is actually happening there? So I originally started doing it because I was just trying to stay sober. I remember mm. at about it might have been like 10 months sober, eight months sober. If you go back and look at all my posts, I never take them down. I want it, like even that stupid Steve Harvey show. <laughs> I never want to take stuff down. Then against you, Steve. Well, I always want to take stuff down. I take that back. But one time, one of my recruiters had tears in her eyes and she said, please, please never take any of that stuff down. And I said, why? It's horrible. She goes, that's what I watch when I need inspiration. I said, don't watch that. <laughs> and she said, no, because that's closer to where I'm at right now. Mm. And when I watch your new stuff, I feel like I'm so far from that. It's hard for me to get inspired. And so I was like, I guess I'll leave it up. But it, it, it meant a lot to me that she said that. So if you go back to my post from in my first year of sobriety, there's one post where I'm sitting in the woods, literally sitting in the woods, like picking at the grass. And I'm like, hi, LinkedIn. Just here to say that I really want to drink. I don't know why. I've lost weight. I have money now. I don't have the breathalyzer in my car. Life is better, but I, I still want to drink. So I guess I'm just putting that out there so I don't. Mm. And so it, it really went from me just trying to not drink 
to me realizing how many people needed these videos. Right. Mm -hmm. And so now it's it's almost obviously yes, we get a lot of business because of the videos, but it really is an act of service for me. I have 7 a.m. recovery meetings on Tuesday mornings virtual, 7 p.m. on Tuesdays, and a 7 a.m. Bible study on Thursday. Like I do these things, none of these things are for money, but the result of it, you know, we end up attracting the right clients. The right mm -hmm. clients that are going to give the right jobs to the right people who need a second chance. And you see there, I said right people. We're not a nonprofit. I'm not casting a net and hoping for the best. If you haven't made, you don't come to Cornbread Hustle to get a job to fix you. You, you fix you and you come to get a job. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can I say something real quick? I want to get my mic drop. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> Sorry, for, for y'all job seekers out there, you're hearing this, right? So I want you to, I want you to take what, what she's doing, okay? And I want you to actually do that for yourself. Okay, here's what I mean by that. You want to attract the right employer? Start being vulnerable and start giving the behind the scenes what's actually going on in your life. Mm -hmm. Not all this whatever, polished, whatever, whatever. Like tell them, like maybe you have a post where you're like leaned over, like you said you were in the woods picking grass or whatever. Like you're like looking over your resume like, ugh, <laughs> ugh, I just got rejected or whatever. Like maybe it's a hard day for you. I need to see that online. I need to see the, the, the good days, the bad days. I need to see the behind the scenes to let us know who you really are and what's really going on because it creates relatability right? It creates empathy. It creates so many different things. People can connect with you as a human and you will actually attract the employer that you're supposed to be with guys. And you won't end up at a job that you end up hating. And six months later, you're gone. Okay. That's why people are leaving with this great resignation is they don't like where they're at and they're just like, peace, I'm out. So anyway, start putting yourself out there, guys, and you'll attract the right things in your life. I didn't even have the budget to hire someone, and I hired someone the other day because she reached out. She was like, listen, I'm three years sober. My life's just completely messed up because of my own decisions. I have a job that I don't like. I make X amount, but I'm willing to only make X amount. I'm willing to work for free. I just want to be part of Cornbread Hustle. And when we did our interview with her, she was, she was sitting up all straight and not moving. And she finally said, you know what? There's a hole in my ceiling and I'm just going to show it to you. That, that's what messing up your life does for you. You get in a trailer with a hole in your ceiling. And I was like, you're hired. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's the whole thing. Like there's enough fake, I don't want to say fake people out there, fearful. We have enough fear in this world where we're trying to be our best selves and we're not showing our true strings, mm -hmm. which is, if you can connect with another human being, you can learn anything else. You're, if you can connect with, and HR people are just humans. Like the person you're Say it the again. Person, they're just human beings. <laughs> yes. that real tears come out of their eyeballs just like you. Like Well, and none of us are perfect, right? And so, okay, here's the difference that I want to tell you guys right now. So me and Sherry here, we got caught. Okay, we got popped a lot of times, okay? And thank God we did, actually. I thank God every day that, like, God got to get that, that spanking. I got my spankings a lot. As a kid growing up, I got my spankings. And that's why I'm, like, I'm good now, okay? I'm, I'm tired of getting spanked. For a lot of you out there, you just never got caught. You did some bad things when you were growing up, okay? Like, how many of us want to get honest about that and just say maybe in the chat, like, I don't know, just let me know. Raise your hand. I'm Give a thumbs up. Butt. Something. But what I'm saying is, like, Mark, you've done some things, right? Oh, I just never got caught. Oh, mm -hmm. you see, I'm... 
But your mom's Yeah, he's out. thinking of it right now. When I do things, I do things that I know I'm not going to get caught. Oh, you're just that sneaky, huh? Yeah, think, oh, yeah. Oh, you're a master criminal? Guys up north of hands. Come on, son. Snake in the grass. I do have to ask. And you know him when you see him. <laughs> she caught you a snake in the grass. Wow, dude. What's that snake <laughs> That's the best moment on this show. Oh, I love it. I love I'm done. it. Anyways, I have to say Put one thing, though. Go to the house. Before I get a bunch of flooded inbox messages, one thing that doesn't work, and please don't, don't do this to try to go get hired because it won't work for you. Just because we talked about this empathy and vulnerability, do not get in somebody's inbox and just say, here's how horrible my life is. Yeah. And just list all the horrible things. <clears throat> Like, I get that a lot. I get people that, and it's literally not a single positive thing. People still want to see that you've been trying, mm -hmm. that you've made a change. What change have you made? Every single person that comes through our doors that has a criminal, I don't care if you have 12 felonies. Well, most of the people we do hire have 12 felonies. Mm -hmm. But what, wow. what did you learn in prison? What mm -hmm. have you done since? If they're living in a halfway house and they're riding, they rode the bus to come to our job interview and they're telling us that, you know, they they need to still pay rent and that they're, they're caught up on their um, child support or whatever whatever challenges that they faced and found a way to overcome that's what I want to hear do not come to me with all of your problems and thinking a job is going to fix it because then your problems are going to uh, become my problems because I'm your boss so mm -hmm. yeah it's not, yeah. A, it's not a pity party uh -uh. it's not a pity party well, got that, time that, for that. that was one of my questions is you know we deal with job seekers who go through this without having a record, right? And they're depressed, they're, you know, some of them are suicidal, we've run into mm -hmm. that. I mean, there's just this this cloud that's following them around. And then you add on a record to that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. People can get, and, and you probably experienced this as well, and my question is, when people get to a point where, you know, they're trying to turn their lives around, they're positive, they're, they're making an effort, but life keeps on getting them beat down. They maybe they're not getting placed as soon as they they need to or whatever. Um, how do you? Is there a support there? Oh, we have. How do you get them through that? So much support. Uh, I do have a 12-week program that I created that they all get for absolutely free, and they get a they get a certificate of completion, so they can take it to any job and show. So that's an example. Even like if if you're a felon. I don't even like saying felony. If you if you have a felony conviction and you're watching this right now and you want that certificate of completion, I'll give you a promo code to take the whole course for free just so you can get that certificate and show it to the employer. Because that shows I did this 12-week course. I People, we have a resilience advocate at Cornbread Hustle and it's literally like a 24, not 24-7, they have to schedule an appointment, but it's basically like a, a mentor or a sponsor um yeah, she does okay. have her masters and being a therapist and all that but just for we we don't like calling it therapy right so it's a resilience oh, yeah. advocate but we make sure that we have all the resources we understand depression so i just told you guys that i was suicidal at six months sober but our main thing our core values are eat like are you going to eat your cornbread? So empowerment, <laughs> accountability, transparency. And if in the interview there's zero accountability there, like you're telling us how horrible your life is, but you're not owning up any any part of it anywhere, 
and just like I wasn't when I was like I remember I went to an AA meeting once and I was like well entrepreneurship it just got me living in my car and I sacrificed so much for these people and and I was just like I've sacrificed everything and one person was like except for alcohol mm. yeah that was that was the start that was Snap. the seed that was planted <laughs> and that was me not taking accountability for where my life yeah got to like i went from living in a high rise to having a really 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 great job to now i'm running around just saying i'm an entrepreneur with no money at all and blaming everything in the economy and those stupid clients and that stupid person and that horrible business partner instead of the fact that i just didn't stop drinking mm-hmm. so when we have someone coming in Talking the way I used to talk, I'm like, hmm. hey. You can see it, can't you? All of our recruiters have at least five years' experience being incarcerated or addicted to drugs. And, and job seekers, we can see reason. it. We can hear it. Because we're like, hey, you look like the old me. Yeah. We'll give you some resources and then come back and see us. Nothing against Mark, but the snake in the grass, we got a lot <laughs> of snakes. I'm not trying to get Wow. Okay. All right. So this has been an amazing episode. Uh, We got a little bit more time here real quick. So I want to do a couple things. Number one, uh, I would like for the audience, can we take a a, a screenshot right now? I want you to take a screenshot uh, of Sherry and I want you to post that thing all over social media. I want you to tag her and I want you to tell her how much uh, this was important. I want you to uh, put your, your favorite mic drop moment. Uh, when Mark was called the snake in the grass, I want you to put that. Uh, and just just use this He's all hurt. over social media. He's hurt. <laughs> I'm not hurt because I know I know it's being tonight. smart. I know it's being smart. Mark y'all y'all are negative up. about it, but I'm smart. No, no, no. Okay. And uh, so blow her up on social. Um, also, what's the best way for people to connect with you? Uh, Is your website? Cornbreadhustle.com. If we, somebody on my team will see every single message that comes in, including me. It'll get to the right person mm-hmm. based on what mm. you're looking for. And last but not least, okay, I want to give a special shout out to uh, to Fanny Dunnigan. So Fanny Dunnigan is the one that got Fanny's us connected. Everybody loves no. Fanny and she's not a felon. Come on, son. <laughs> Put Fanny on blast like that. Wow. No, she, Sorry, she's Fanny. not. Uh, <laughs> Everybody loves Fanny. Fanny got us connected. Um, uh, okay. This is all about networking and connecting. And, and I'm always looking for uh, to add more world changers to this show. People that can inspire, motivate, and educate this audience. Uh, so guess what? You are now. Can we go ahead and pull up that image of the Who You Know guest? Can we pull up the image? There you go. Boom. There you are. You're in there. You're right next to Foster with the, with the rose on his lapel. See your oh, picture there? Awesome. Yeah, there you go. There you are. So you are now part of the family, oh, part of the community. Yep. Go, Sherry. So thank you, Fanny, for setting that up. We appreciate that. And uh, guys, we are super, super, That's super cool. intentional about this show. I'm very, very intentional. I want to take it to the next level. I'm looking for world changers just like you. Okay, so can we pull up the next image? This is our wish list, okay? So again, I'm being very, very intentional. You'll see some uh, some people on there. Matter of fact, we've got Claude Silver coming, okay? Uh, she's going to be coming on the show very, very soon. Uh, there's a couple people up there uh, that you might know. I know you've been on with Steve Harvey, uh, Mark Cuban. And for anyone in the audience that's listening right now, if you have a connection to someone on our wish list, we would love for you to send that in to whoyouknowshow at gmail.com. Again, we're looking for world changers, people who are making a difference, people that are making impact, all right? So make sure you send that in to who you know show at gmail.com. 
Guys, that's the show. It's all, all about, about who ya know. Trevor Houston here, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Who You Know Job Networking Show. We hope you've been inspired, encouraged, educated, and entertained all at the same time. For information on our different events, workshops, partners, or partnership opportunities available, check out whoyouknow.show for more details. And be on the lookout for our new mobile app coming soon. You never know how this show can help someone you know. You know, and if we've made an impact or put a smile on your face today, don't forget to hit that share button on your way out. Until next week, it's all about who you know. Bye.